Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters, and everything else in between. Namaskar, Adab, Sasrekal, or should we today say Jai Shri Ram? Jai Shri Ram, Jai Ram Ji ki, Ram Ram, all of that, of course. And why are we saying this? Because I think. everyone in the world or at least in our world knows that the inauguration of the shri ram mandir in his birthplace it's happening right now this week as you hear this podcast in his birthplace ayodhya that's going to be the big story coming out of india all week do you right? know where ayodhya is uh, i i used to i'm asking this is because i used to go past it is it one of the few cities in india that you do know where they are it, it is, is that why you try yes. to boast it is in uttar pradesh of course it is it in is uttar pradesh not too far from lucknow kanpur Yes. Yeah. yeah. So did you say that you've actually visited Ayodhya? I have. Uh, I can't remember but uh, now but mm. I have visited it, it it I'm having uh, problems getting the words out of my mouth today. <laughs> I have visited it in my youth. Mm. So I can't remember it. I but I've been to I've done the Mathuras, the Ayodhyas, the Vashno Devis. Yeah. Those I did on my own. Yeah. But I think I've done Ayodhya. Yeah. Funny, you should mention them in plural because there's only one Mathura, there's only one Vaishno Devi, there's only one. No, no. I'm when I mention plural, I mean the religious places, the religious destinations, dhams as they're called in the Hindi. The pilgrimages. The pilgrimages. I can't remember if I've ever been to Ayodhya, but I do remember that when Ayodhya was the big story. at the time of the shri ram mandir babri masjid dispute when the masjid was actually This demolished early 90s early 90s we were in kanpur then we were living in kanpur and exactly as you said these are all in the vicinity of each other lucknow kanpur ayodhya uh, and it was a big story and there was a lot of unrest and religious unrest in uttar pradesh and we were at the heart of the uh, of the action as it were i don't think it's ever gone away because it hasn't for forever and ever yeah. there's going to be uh, fractions to say that this was a a muslim shrine this was a hindu shrine yeah. it's going to go on and on yeah that's true and uh, you know because this is a very big deal for hindus around the world it is being celebrated in a big way in temples up and down the country of course in india but also all around the universe and it is a big thing and i, I mean we don't want to get into the political connotations here nor the religious connotations but just saying that anyone who's anyone whether you're a politician or a superstar or yeah, all the any bollywood, kind of all the bollywood stars the bollywood there. set everybody is even in london yeah all the local mandirs hmm. are saying come round this That's, week no. and you'll get some chawal from ayodhya which has been blessed and sanctified in ayodhya yes that's what i said that all around the world in fact uh, the temples up and down certain uh, temples up and down the uk have been gearing up for the big day as it were all through the weekend they were doing like you know special puja and aarti and all of that so it's a big deal it's a big story coming out of india it has many connotations no, and this uh, new mandir does look spectacular it does look spectacular i think it is it looks more beautiful and more grand than i'm sure but along the same lines as the swami narayan temple in easton which is marble and the, the beautiful one yeah which is beautiful carving and it's it is beautiful but of course it must be much more intricate yeah um they're saying you know interesting fact i don't know if you know this but the the bricks that they have used to construct the temple uh, i don't know whether all of them or just some of them have jay shri ram written on them in all indian languages and they have actually been collected from the various states so and how many actually, languages would that be I don't know how many ever uh, India has 27 37 58 94 something like that but they are in all Indian languages and there's something from every state to also kind of represent 
the entire country, Hindus all over the country and all of that. So there's there's that happening. Um, besides Ayodhya being the big story, um, like we said, celebrities Flutting. all over India are going to have their Ayodhya moment. And you were telling me how, I don't know if you saw, did you miss the Ramayan years yeah, on the version? I, I did, I missed that because I was back in England at the time. Hmm. But I know that was a massive the Ramayan, Mahabharat. Uh, Mahabharat. Yeah. In the 80s. In the 80s. Because that's when literally there would be nobody on the streets because everyone was. And I was going up and watching I think they've shown it quite a few times. They have. Time. They have. And not just that. The principal cast from that Ramayan, you know, Arun Govil, Deepika Chiklia, the yeah, actor. Arun Govil, even I know his name. Yeah. Really? The actor who played Lakshman. Iconic, was he? So Lam, Lakshman and Sita are now in character in Ayodhya right now. Oh, so really? they've obviously been invited back and it is a big deal. Um, on the back of that. So like we said. One more thing I want to say that there are some people who are a bit peeved. Yeah. Because it has become a bit political. It is a bit. Yeah, it feels like a the, bit. The ruling party is orchestrated, orchestrated this yeah. in the year of India's elections, which is what is raising a roll of eyebrows. That it has been masterminded in a way that perhaps could lead to uh, a certain political result. But let's not get political. Ah, oh, we should get political actually, considering you always remind me. Oh, you have a master's in political science, but you never talk about politics. Um, while we are mentioning sensitive topics and politics, let's talk about the play that we saw a few days ago, which is also, which was set, nothing to do with India or Hinduism or politics, but it was set in Iraq. Set in of yeah, the 30s, right. 40s. The 1940s Baghdad. Baghdad. And then it went into the 70s. Yeah. And it was, you what, could say, what it was quite it? relevant for what's happening in the world right now as well. Yes. Because it was a, it was a Arabic Jewish family. Hmm who were on the run. Persecuted, right? Uh, from the Nazis. Yeah. So it was quite uh, symbolic, I thought. Yeah. Uh, a it's very timely play. Very timely play. It was called The Mother of Kamal. What I liked about the fact was that it was just around the corner from us. Mm -hmm. And it was on top of a pub, which we used to frequent once. So very handy. So it was very handy. Yeah. To we, get home. To get home. And also the fact that we were only too grateful for the for the uh, interval, which allowed us to nip down and have a few drinks. That was very good. But um, speaking very briefly about the play, timely, yes, it was about the persecution of one side against the other. Um, but towards the end, what did you make of it? I mean, was it about three different members of the same family interpreting a, an incident, a life-changing incident in three different ways? That's how yes, it was, right? Basically, they all three had their own reasons for doing what they did yes. so it is a story of a mother and her two sons and, and without giving any spoilers not that you're likely to watch it because it is on a very limited run in our neck of the woods but it's a very interesting story a mother who is forced to save one of her two sons were put in prison uh, because of being anti-establishment and as you said the jews were being arabic jews were being persecuted then right and she choose, chooses to save one and then it's about whether she saved one which is an impossible task for a mother to do, or whether one brother actually confessed so that the other could get his freedom. You're just confusing everyone now. This is not a. This can't be explained in a podcast. You have to watch it. No, I know. But what I'm trying to say is that it was quite. The premise is interesting. I, I don't think it was the best play I've ever seen, but I think the premise is quite interesting. That how three different people from the same family could have three completely different versions of that one incident which happened. True. What I really liked about the play was that. A, it was so intimate mm. that when they talked, they mm. were literally looking into your eyes. They were looking into your eyes. You know what it's called? There's another word for it. 
It starts with an I. I know it is. Inter- in immersive. It is an immersive experience. Yeah. But what I found even more interesting was that the cast was very small. There were about three, four people. Yeah. So the amount of roles they played. The dad ended up playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. But it was quite good. It was interesting. Yeah. And speaking of immersive plays, I remember watching another similar one in the West End, uh, which was set during between the two world wars in rural France. And that was amazing. That was that took it a step further. So not only did you have only three or four characters, you were sitting amongst them. Suddenly somebody from, you know, like five seats to the right would get up and start reciting lines and join the cast on stage, well, which is meant to kind of in this play alone, be shocking. The, the lady who was sitting in front of us, we yeah. were in the second row. Yeah. The lady who was sitting in the first row was so intimidated because the, she felt like they were all staring at her. Yeah. <laughs> After the interval, she moved seats. Yeah. Well, there you go. Either that or she really wanted a place to put her drink. Um, but there you go. It was uh, an interesting experience, I thought. Moving from theatre to uh, movies, we've had quite a few interesting releases. Not that we've seen anything yet. Early days still. But one Merry Christmas is a film that everyone's talking oh, about. The big one is coming out end of this week, yeah. Fighter. Yeah. Uh, let's Which talk is, about... Is Fighter, uh, I mean, from my limited knowledge, is it Maverick Top Gun? It isn't. It isn't. Because people who've seen the trailer, they know exactly what it is. It is a very, very tried and tested Bollywood formula. Playing it safe because it releases a day before Republic Day when normally the Bollywood uh, audience is, is, is paying for something is which is India, very, very triotic. India, Pakistan. India, Pakistan, that's what it is. It was the Pulwama attacks. Oh. Again, based on real incidents. That's what it is. Which is why everybody's kind of, you know, yawning a little bit saying we've seen so many versions of this we'll get back to the movies but yeah. talking about India Pakistan yeah what about Sanya Mirza and Shoaib Akhtar true that that story is exploding all over social media right now as we speak for anyone who doesn't know Sanya Mirza played tennis for India and Shoaib Akhtar played cricket for Pakistan and they well not just played she's one of our best tennis and stars and he was a tennis a, a cricket captain former uh, Pakistan captain I've been reading up so uh, yeah, that's what I mean that she represented India he represented Pakistan that's yeah what I not said. no I'm saying that also the insane amount of interest is also because there are two people who are at the top of their game they're phenomenally famous in their professions but he's married for the third time and so there's a lot of you know thing about ha- has he divorced yes he has when did that happen but I think the press by and large in India is being very kind to her saying that you know she has kept her private life private and uh, divorce marriage this is all a very private matter and they should be given their privacy at this time to kind of sort things out. not that there's not no sorting to be done she is already divorced and he is already happily married to his third wife that's just this week yeah so this is a big story yes but coming back to India Pakistan in a Bollywood context fighter looks very predictable you had, a, you had a chat with uh, Vishal Shekhar didn't you I had a chat with Vishal Shekhar they were gigging in London and they've done the music for um, fighter and they always sound like a you know interesting I, I, bunch you know, of guys I first got to hear them when they sang Bluff Master remember yeah B L U and a double F master. Abhishek Bachchan rapped on it or something. Yeah, the hip hop fakers Vishal and Shaker. We yeah. remember that. Why are you saying that? You first heard of I don't know if it was you who told me or somebody else, but Vishal Dadlani was part yeah, of Pentagram. He part, yes, he was a part of. I knew him from the rock band. Yes. Pentagram. Yeah. So. I meant them as a Hindi. As music composers for Bollywood. Yeah. Yeah, and they've done fairly well. Um, and by the way Pentagram was a rock group in India yeah they've done fairly well and you know I asked them what the secret was uh, 
secret of their partnership might be that you know they've gone on for so long and they said that oh it's because we're such good friends and he says even though we may not say hi to each other at the airport if one needs the other in the middle of the night we're always there for each other and music is what brought us together and they you know you can see that they do all the fun tunes you know das bahane and all the ones from tiger swag se swagat they've got some big films to their credit vishal dadlani again is a serial tweeter and what would you, what would what do you call tweeters now exa yeah Which I still say Twitter, and uh, he gets into a lot of trouble very often because he does not mince his words, which is the kind of person I like. If you believe in something firmly, strongly, isn't he a judge on some reality show? He is on Indian Idol, I think. So uh, that was fun, uh, and they kind of bigged up the film, of course, saying that it's all crash bang boom, everything that you would expect from Siddharth Anand. But let's see. Plus, Zaf Anand has got a track record in these things. True. War. What was the other one he did? Bang Bang. Ba- uh, and uh, Pathan. Pathan. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's rewind back to a few uh, weeks ago, twelfth of Jan to be precise, or thirteenth, when uh, Merry Christmas came out. So this sounds like this is again is f- Katrina Kaif. Katrina Kaif, Vijay Sethupati, and Maha- it's. I've mixed reviews I've heard. Mixed reviews, yeah, because a lot of people are saying that you know the same is very slow. It's a bit too avant-garde for Bollywood. It mm-hmm. is French noir. It is inspired by a Frederick Dard novel. So that doesn't make it French noir, it's Bollywood noir. It's Bollywood noir, but it's inspired by a French noir film which was in turn based on a book. Um and they're saying that you know it's one of those things where you have to endure the first one and a half hours for the last brilliant 30 minutes to make sense and it sounds like the kind of film that you might enjoy because you watch so many thrillers and crime thrillers and psychological thrillers and all of that but you're right it's got mixed reviews and people are saying that the one man who's really shone is Vijay Sethupathi and they're saying that so far bollywood pigeon hold him into playing the baddie in jawan in giving him those kind of dark characters oh that reminds me i heard your show last week where you suddenly said oh i can't believe he's Forty-six or something. Yeah, he looks much older. He does. That's not a very nice thing to say. It isn't, but it's true. He looks much older, uh, but he's only forty-six. What I was surprised to find was the fact that he has no less than fifty films to his name. We might be completely new to his craft, to his um, filmography, but he's done more than fifty films and a very impressive, eclectic mix of genres. So he's done comedy. He's not just the guy who plays the moody, broody, sulking baddie. He's done comedy. He's done. He's played a transgender woman. He's played the baddie. He's played the lead actor. Uh, he's played the romantic hero. So I'm very impressed. And this just goes to show how little we know about actors who haven't been on our radar. But I think post Merry Christmas, everybody's saying that Vijay Sethupathi is in Bollywood to stay. You know, because more and more people want to uh, work with him now. Anything else you've seen or read that has caught your fancy, caught your interest? Well, um, everyone is talking about in. in Britain. Yeah. Are we still uh, in Britain? Uh, everyone was in this country. Mm. People were talking about the uh, Alan Bates versus the post office. Yes. Huge true story about many many sub postmasters were sent to jail mm. because there was a glitch in the postal system in the auditing. Yeah. Which had nothing to do with them. Yes. Yeah. Some of them died, some of them went to jail for yeah. no reason. They which is a shocking crap. story actually, isn't it? Over 15 years they've been trying to clear their name. Yeah. So it's taking a TV program Yeah, four part to, right? to get the government to review it and mm. uh, dispel all the charges. I feel quite strongly for it. I should watch it because my dad I retired know, as I, the head of the postal that, service. That, that is what I found quite strange that your dad was the head of the Indian postal, postal service, service, postmaster yeah. general. Yeah, and my great grandfather, mm. who I used to visit when I was in, in my boarding school because he lived there, mm. was the same post. He was the first Indian pre-independence mm. uh, postmaster general. Mm. 
coming oh, oh, yeah obviously what, what did your father retire as it you got a very fancy title after that didn't yeah you? secretary oh, to the government secretary to the government of india oh. secretary department of post to the government of india so yeah you're right everybody was talking about it and even though yeah. you might think it's you know i mean it it's a tv drama that has actually made a change yeah the government is looking into it Rishi Sunak has said we will be investigating yeah. it and drop my charges. But how charges. tragic it is! How sad it yeah. is to see how many people change their lives, as mm. you're saying. There was also a little thing that you know most of these post masters, sub post masters, mm. they call were Asian. You know, mm. a huge percentage. So are you them. saying that there's a little element of blatant racism? Racism no, no, no. slant to it as well. No, not really. But mm. I'm saying there was a huge proportion of them. Yeah. Well, obviously, there are more English people, but yeah. Proportionately, in the same way that you would say that there was a perception that corner shops here in this country for a long for the longest time were run by Asians, right? Because right. they were willing to work hard, open the shop for much later than early the, much early in the morning, much early well. in the morning, and all of that. So yeah, Alan Bates and the post office or whatever it was, a three four part drama. Everyone's been buzzing about that. We're not the Love Island sort, otherwise we'd be talking about Love Island as well. Thank heavens. No, One program that, that we oh, yeah. saw. Uh, no, no, I'm going to a sneak peek off. I was going to something else before you tell us that. I was going to say that another program here, which is doing phenomenally well, hmm. is a Dutch program, hmm. which they've uh, transferred into uh, English. Hmm. It's called The Traitors. Hmm. It's like a reality. It's, no, it's people, a reality show. You mean not one single successful program in the UK is an original idea? The same with that Big Brother was again from was Netherlands, Endemol, Endemol, yeah, Endemol, Endemol whatever, right? Well, yeah. uh, so was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No, is that's it? from here. Is it from here? That's Chris. Uh, that's Chris. Um, Chris Evans. Chris Tarrant. Chris Tarrant. Okay, but did he start it? Yeah, it used to be on. A, it was a little thing he did on the radio on Capital right. Radio. Okay. So you're saying that straight as I know, everyone was many people. I used to hear Capital Radio in those days with mm. Chris Tarrant, and used to have a little thing. I believe you. You where, look old enough to be able to where, remember you know, him on radio. Where um, you'd you'd ask a question, you had four options, mm. and that's basically became the TV show. TV show. So you're saying that traitors is something everybody's watching. What is it? You have to be tra. I'm guessing to be able to win the big prize. Yeah. But are they in a big brother-like scenario? Where are they? Like in some wonderful surrounding. All right. Okay. I haven't actually watched it, hmm. but it's done phenomenally well. Hmm. And um, they've also brought back an old uh, TV show from the '80s, which is just played out last week, I think, hmm. or this week. And it's also done very well. Gladiators, okay. phenomenal program in the '80s, hmm. where you had to is it about physical strength? Yeah, you had to witch yourself against these guys huh. and w- these men and women who had to defend the place and you had huh. to get through them. Okay, because you're uh, you're sporting prowess, hmm. as they say. I was talking about Mumbai Saga, whatever that is called, Streets of Gold, Mumbai. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is a three, ep- three or four episode thing. We saw one episode. Three episodes. Three episodes. We saw one. I think all three have come out. Now. <sighs> Didn't well, do much for me. It well, is about celebrating the super rich. I know. No, no. It, uh, Many people who you know personally because you've been to their fashion shows and yeah. reviewed their shows. <laughs> I, Abu know, I, know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they were, I think they were playing for the camera. Ridiculously over the top. Trying to be. Too much over the top. Yeah, the and trying thing. to infuse shock value where there was none needed. Yeah, and well, I, it was trying maybe a bit too hard to copy the Bibling. Hmm. Yeah, which was very successful. Yeah. And they thought, oh, let's do it. It didn't one. fascinate me so much only because eighty percent of the people we saw, we have either met or worked with or we know, yeah. right? From Shubhade to Amir Khan to Ira Dubey and Lilit Dubey to Abu Sandeep, these are all the main. That was all characters. in the first episode. Right? All in the first episode. We didn't watch the second or third. God knows we've seen them enough and read enough about them or worked with them or whatever. And I'm not taking anything away from them. They're all people who are 
you know, established in their field yeah, and very, they've done and, and very talented. Very talented. They've done exceedingly well. But in this context, it was just putting too many mega rich people all under one no, roof. No, they, they interviewed a couple of billionaires, showing the eccentricities of somebody saying, "I'd much rather." Take a private jet to work, which only is a four-minute ride. Did they call Lilith uh, Dubey's daughter some Bollywood, Bollywood star? Bollywood star, which is not really right. I'm sure she's done the odd Bollywood film here and there, but she is, I believe, a massively popular theatre star, uh, Ira Dubey. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That it's I haven't seen Dubey Bling either, so I don't know what to compare it to. But it, it, episode one did absolutely nothing for me. But I suppose it can be quite fascinating for those who. Are not Indians, or are looking at India from? Well, I don't really think Mumbai is like that, because it's meant to show what Mumbai is like. No, or, or rather, the rich half. Of the Mumbai. rich, yeah, absolutely, the affluent in Mumbai. It's by, by, on, by no means is it an account of an average Mumbai cut who's busy hanging out of trains, eating vada pav, watching Sachin Tendulkar, and generally, you know, um, trying to, as they say, make a living and make their dreams come true. But it is a city that knows how to hustle, as they say, because they say that so many people. The statistic is quite impressive. The streets are paved with gold. That's that, the place yeah, to go that, for the dreams. That even if you go to bed at night, not having realized a single dream, you would still think I mean, twice before admitting defeat and moving away from Mumbai, because every new morning brings a new ray of hope. But so in that sense, as well, that doesn't say for any city, country. No, but no. they say that Mumbai is. You know what it is? I think I'm sure it is the fact that because it is the home of showbiz, and showbiz is one of those things where success can really take you from nobody to somebody, nobody to somebody, zero, from a zero to hero. One BHK in Kandivli West to a seafront apartment in Juhu in a matter of months. I was going to say Malabar Hills. Malabar Hills in a matter of months. You know, so. Probably that is why everybody lives in hope that if we were to struggle and if we were to make it, we'd much rather make it in Mumbai. I know. I mean, I know the Delhi scene. Yeah. And there are some fabulously rich people there yeah. in the farmhouses. Yeah. But I think Mumbai has more millionaires, billionaires, billionaires, billionaires yeah. than any other city. And then they have these really India. sweet uh, stories where Mukesh Ambani's house, Antilla, and they were talking to this girl who lives in the shadow of Antilla, but she is obviously. Not in a slum, but nowhere near. So then she says that, yeah, I, I may be his neighbor, but he's actually looking down on me or whatever. So anyway, it is what it is. Maybe perhaps it would be interesting to watch all three episodes and kind of then then critique it. Then critique. We, this year, what are we, actually? What are we doing this year? Are we doing critiquing? Are we doing talking about things we met? Are we doing? I think we're doing a mix like of everything. Do? Are we doing resolutions? No, because all of those things form a part of our lives, form a part of our week. So it has to be a bit of everything. You can't just say, "I'm only going to critique. I'm only going to talk about themes. I'm only going to talk about food." No, we'll do whatever takes our fancy. That's how the podcast has always been. You know, it is about the important things that we thought about, posted about, read about, spoke about in the two weeks, sometimes three, between podcasts. I think it's time for us to now wrap up and say bye. Bye bye. Oh, like as. Promptly as that. No, no. Before I say bye bye, are you going to tell everyone how to get in touch with us? Uh, yes, I'm sure by now you've worked it out. If you haven't, then I'm sure you can Google and work it out. We're on social media. Don't you know? Haven't you heard any of these cool podcasters? What they say? Joanna Lumley and the Maestro. Get your podcast. Get the next episode from wherever you get your podcast. That's what you say. Okay. You're not supposed to say. Please go and follow us on Instagram. Please, can you go to Podbean? Please look at. 
Acast, or for, yeah, even forgotten Apple Podcasts or wherever we are, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. Wherever you get your podcasts, just from type in Shabby and Man. From your preferred platforms. Podcast, podcast provider. Till next time. Bye-bye then. Bye-bye.